0: I refuse to believe that the universe or my brother
1: had anything to do with this, but I think he would have really liked that uh, that you two found each other. Okay, I'm going to leave before I throw up. Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Mary Larson. My
0: name is Blake, and I'm f- so happy that Mary finally got the intro right. After all of the drama during our last Kingdom podcast, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, gonna say it, botching the last intro for This Is Us. We got it good. We 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 broke the streak. We broke the circle. Listen Mary,
1: it's called improv. <laughs> Get with it. Get with it. If
0: you're a fan of our Harry Potter podcasts, you know. Hold on. That Mary is uh, You're a wizard, that she is incredible at her improv with her uh, different perspective on the Potterverse. So make sure you check that out. There's many uh, Mary and Blake Media Hall of Fame moments that come from the different perspective segment. It is a very close second segment um nearing in or out. Very close, very okay, very yes. close. Yes, very much so.
1: So uh, one of our favorite things, of course, with this is us too, is to be able to relate to one of the characters. I mean, heck, that's how the entire name of this podcast was built: is this yep. is us too. Things yep. like that happen to us too. And you know, as I sat here watching this episode, I had three different things pop
0: up. What? Whoa! Really?
1: Three different things where I was like, I know what that's like. I know what that's like. I know
0: what that's like too. <laughs>
1: So, Blake, you get to pick. I'm going to tell three stories, one of which I'm not going to share. I'm not going to share.
0: Wait, you're not going to share with them or you're not going to share with me? What are you you talking about? I
1: mean, nobody, really. Okay, so one of the stories is the time that I said, yep, I'm ready. ready to, to, you know, lose the big V. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Ready
1: to, like, you know. Get this, get this party started, and I had that moment like Deja, where I was like, I vocally said, "All right, it is time." I was like Rafiki, wow. It was a, I'll, I'll just give this because I know that sometimes my like stepmom and my dad might listen to this podcast, so yeah. that's why I'm not gonna talk about it. Plus, it wasn't with you, so it probably makes you feel awkward. But
0: little bit. I'm already awkward right now. I'm not going to lie.
1: I'm just going to say, like, I was (laughs) not sexually active in Uh uh, high school. And a lot of it was because (laughs) one of my parents thought I was and Mm -hmm. was constantly like, yes, you are. And I was like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And finally, um, you know, after high school, um, I just was like, all right. I'm, I'm ready. And I felt that moment like Deja. And I was just very empowering. So that's not the story I'm sharing. He
0: walked up and got Simba and put the thing on his head. And... Yes.
1: It is time. It is time. No. So um, the two stories that I have is escaping to Boston without my parents knowing. That's a good one. And the other story that I have is telling my young younger crush that I crushed on him many years later.
0: Is this the red shoes guy? Yep. Oh, that's a good one, too. Okay. Uh, Give me the the Boston one. Okay. Okay? I'll take the Boston Okay. Your cousin (laughs) from Boston. There you go. Go. All right.
1: So, um, I mean, it wasn't as exciting as Deja going all the way from Philly to Boston Mm -hmm. on a bus. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the time, I was a senior in high school, and I'd never skipped school. I never, never skipped school, except the one time that I was supposed to go in my marine biology class, and that Mm -hmm. got canceled because of a storm, and I went to McDonald's. Um, But I was already excused from class, so it's fine. But this one day, I did skip school, and I went with my boyfriend at the time, and we went to Boston.
0: Ooh. And
1: I called in the school, and I pretended to be my mom, Mm -hmm. and I was like, Mary's sick. She's going to be out, but she'll make up all of her assignments. And we went to Ah! Boston- And we went to Boston to go look at colleges. I skipped school, lied to my parents to go look at colleges. No! But let me tell you, going to view colleges with your boyfriend or with your friends without your parents in tow, much better experience. Yes. Much better experience.
0: Such a joke. Shame. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you are such a I, dork. I,
1: I I, was supposed oh. to go to school in Boston, friends. I was supposed to be there. I had a full, like, oh. giant scholarship to be going to Northeastern and the New England Conservatory. You just imagine Mary.
0: Hey, you want to skip school? Do you go look at colleges? Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did not skip school and lie on my parents to go give my V-card away. No. no, no, no. I went to go to our dorms. <laughs> <laughs> and learn about the lunch options. <laughs> True story. True story. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm Randall, friends. In case you needed any more proof. you guys have a study abroad program? Oh my god. <sighs> the only time I skipped school was to friggin' go look at colleges. I look at it back in hindsight and I'm like... Oh, uh,
0: <laughs> you nerd! Oh yeah. my goodness! Oh my goodness! Grace, gracious! There you go.
1: But yes, I snuck away to Boston once.
0: Oh man, that just like that, that just, just that just woke you up. That, that I got such a bad dork chill from you that it just it sent shivers up my spine.
1: Love it. <laughs> it's where Blake and I repeatedly say how lucky we are yes that we met when we did as we would not have been friends in real life uh, if we met in high school if we met in uh, college he would not have been my boyfriend to be like hey mary let's go to boston and look at colleges God, please, together no
0: no that's right michael no <laughs> Oh,
1: so, remember, friends, if we are bringing you some laughter during these crazy times, if we're bringing you some lumos in a time of not, oh, Foma friends, you're a wizard, Harry. You can find us on all sorts of social media outlets. Just search Mary and Blake. Of course, you can see all the other podcasts we're doing. Blake and I are very busy this year. Very, very busy. Very, very busy. Okay. Very so, so, just busy. make sure that you're watching the socials. Send um, us all the coffee. Please. <laughs> and if you actually would like to send us coffee, you can. Actually, help us out by going to jointhenerdclan.com, where as little as two dollars a month, that's less than a cup of coffee, you can actually be making a huge difference for Blake and I helping us run this amazing media company to keep these free podcasts going. This is pretty much like PBS for podcasts, listener supported.
0: Where else are you gonna hear a story about Mary's dork chills.
1: <laughs> right. Rather than having like, what are those Viking river cruise commercials? Yeah. This is what you get. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's right. You all, all my Downton Abbey friends, you know what I'm talking about. Laura I'm, Linney knows. I'm Laura Linney. Yes. All right.
0: <laughs> Welcome to, down, to Mary's Chill. As I sit here <laughs> drinking my butterbeer tea. <laughs> in, your, in your Harry, in Potter, Harry Potter mug. Potter mug. <laughs> Hold on, Mary. I gave Mary. up White
1: Claws and now I'm on
0: to butterbeer tea. Show the show the world, you yeah. Hogwarts cup!
1: Let's get this party started, y'all. Let's get into the
0: show. Goodness gracious, let's do it. Well, if you guys have all recovered from your dog chills from Mary, uh, this one, this episode, episode 602, was entitled One Giant leap, which is, of course, a reference to Neil Armstrong's famous words when he, uh, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, which is a reference to the uh, sharing of the admiration of the moon between your your girl Sally and your boy Nikki.
1: Neither um, of them are my peeps.
0: Well, whatevs. But it is also a giant leap from Deja. It is a giant leap from Nikki to just show up at this chick's house 50 years later, unannounced. It's a giant leap for everybody in what they're doing right now. That is that. The director was, oh my goodness, Mary. Mm. Oh my goodness. I'm feeling it. Do you know, are are you feeling it? I'm feeling the Whitney. I got to find Whitney first. That's taking forever. It is taking forever. And this is hurtful uh, because Whitney deserves better than this.
1: The director is Blake's favorite director of this entire show.
0: Hold on. It's my girl, Kay. Kao Yegan is the director for this episode, and is uh, she has directed two episodes uh, prior to this of This Is Us, uh, the episode Brotherly Love last year, and also uh, the famous episode Birth Mother from last season as well. And the writer was Kevin Falls, who has written episodes such as Changes, Clouds, The Club, Songbird Road Part One, and Six Thanksgivings. Marvin, Your lemonade rating. I just noticed is the picture of Rebecca next to fondue (laughs) pots. I love fondue. I had no idea.
1: Uh, My rating is a four point eight, which is much higher than I thought I was going to give it last night. This is a high rating for you. This is, and you want to know what did it for me? What the second viewing? Really? Telling you guys, if there's an episode of This Is Us that you're like, I don't know if I liked this. Watch it a second time. Something happens where you hear all these little extra things. Mm-hmm. You feel all these extra little things. And all of a sudden, you're like, never mind. I do love this. Like, That's what, fair. Like, what's something that you don't think you're going to like, but then you get into it? Uh, sex.
0: No, I, I feel like I've always been a fan of sex. I got to tell you, sometimes sometimes
1: your first time isn't what Deja said.
0: Well, I mean, I, I would agree with that See?
1: One. But it gets better.
0: Uh, (laughs) I was going to say The Big Lebowski, um, but (laughs) we are are way apart on this one, Marvin. (laughs) Listen,
1: okay. So I gave it a 4.8. All
0: right, good. My rating, uh, Mary, uh, per usual, is lower than yours. No. Um, But I'm going to say it's a 4. See, because you only watched it once. I did watch it once. Yeah. Uh, I I think a repeat viewing would probably warrant a higher rating, a higher lemonade count from yep, me. I'm telling you it would, uh, but, uh, I'm given, I'm giving my girl, K. uh, the benefit of the doubt here, so I'm giving her a four. I'm not going to the three level. He's
1: also tired and crabby, Kay. I'm just telling you, he slept on the couch. Not my fault. No, no, th- this fault. was
0: not a choice that Mary or I made. It was one because my son needed to sleep in bed with my with my gorgeous wife because he wasn't feeling well and you know, he he was kicking me the, the previous time. So I, I
1: I'm starting to see a correlation sometimes between between your ratings and how well you slept. Uh,
0: you know what? I have not noticed that correlation. But I'm not going to say you're wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I almost think you need to rewatch this episode this week and see if your opinion changes, and let us know next week on next week's episode. Fair
0: enough, I will do that. Uh, okay. So I'm giving my girl Kay the benefit of the doubt here. I'm not going three. We're, oh we're not going to go that that's level. Like a swear. Uh, but we, I know, but we're, we're going to stick to the 4s We're sticking to the four level. Uh, but uh, that's where I'm at right okay. now. Your GBG though, Marvin. What do you mm. got for your good? Your bad. And you're great. Okay,
1: so let's just break it on down. That dinner was awkward AF. (laughs) Holy smokes. But you know what? What's that? Second viewing. Uh You first sit there and you, Miguel... I'm telling you, second viewing. Miguel holds. You the need fort. you need to listen to every single beautiful little word that comes out of that man's mouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whether he is standing outside the door, like, oh yep, she's coming. Okay. what? are okay. We're doing this. Y'all yeah, right. been sleeping
0: yep. on my boy Miguel.
1: I'm telling you, Miguel just is the king of this is really weird, and yet I'm just gonna keep chiming in and doing what I can. But I loved that awkward dinner. Because, um, as much as I wanted to look away, it made me squirm. It made me very uncomfortable when I watched it, but it made me feel. And when shows make you feel that much where you're like squirming in your seat and you're like, this is, oh my gosh, he just said he was deflowered. Oh my gosh, she's married. Like all of those moments that you curled up, you could feel yourself just turning in. That right there is a beautiful show. That
0: is a Mary and Blake commandment. Right? Whatever, made you feel something. It doesn't something. matter what it is as long as it makes you feel. That mm-hmm. is the that is one of the original Mary and Blake commandments. Mm-hmm. So that made that that happen for you.
1: That, that happened. Yeah. Yes. So my bad... isn't a bad about actually the show. It's just something bad about how something made me feel.
0: Oh, okay. What do you got?
1: Okay. So I got to tell you people, I'm living in this current COVID world and it's weird to be in a show that acknowledged COVID that did COVID stuff and then doesn't do COVID stuff. I'm happy they don't do COVID stuff. Okay. I'm happy that Deja was able to ride a bus without a mask and talk to that lady who knew that Deja was about to get laid for the first time. Because she knew. She was like, mm, something happens. Uh-huh. Young love. wink, wink, Not judge. But I don't know if this is happening to anybody else. And I just need to like get this off my chest. And as I said, this is nothing bad about the show. It's why I gave this episode such a high rating. Sure. I'm having like some weird uh, social issues In my own brain... When I see people on buses without masks, when I see people clubbing without masks, and for those of you who don't know, Blake and I live in the state of Rhode Island, which if you look at a map of COVID in the U.S., you can't even see the state of Rhode Island because we're constantly covered in red. Okay, (laughs) We're stuck between Boston and New York, so whenever people are like, oh yeah, life's normal, I'm like, life hasn't been normal.
0: (laughs) There's a biohazard (laughs) symbol just in the sky like Batman's Batman's calling, but it's a biohazard symbol. It's literally
1: the red dot of COVID has been on our state. So, no matter where you are in your beliefs of the topic, it don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> it's just weird here. Like, it's literally been the land of the walking dead zombies since March 22, oh, yeah. uh, 20. And, like, we haven't had a break. And so, I'm now at this point that my brain is like, Deja. You're sitting a little close to that old woman. People can go clubbing again. You know, like, it's just weird. So I like that the show did acknowledge COVID. And I like that actually, I feel like they said something in the first episode, right? Um, but like, or, or maybe we said something. No, no if like they, they
0: said something. I, 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 feel like but
1: it's like this is now a post-covid and i'm really really happy about that because i don't need to see it on tv anymore and obviously for like replay value when we're out of this out of this bat signal land that we're in we will be very happy to not see this all the
0: time i think that it's a valid uh criticism though mary even though you're happy that COVID is not necessarily part of the storyline yet like it's not a vital part of the storyline it is a a valid criticism that the show was so heavy on COVID last season, and yet no one got it. No one got it, I, and I'm okay with that. Oh, no. I'm okay with that because that could that could age really bad real quick. Oh, no. um, but I'm I, just saying I, for I think, me,
1: I'm glad that it's not no, in no, it.
0: No, 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 it's it's a fair criticism in that in in a show for that that was so heavy on COVID last season, it has essentially abandoned that entire uh that entire narrative. Uh that entire plot mechanism. Which
1: yes. So yeah, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that it was just a couple months in the show as that's what I wish it was in real life. Yeah, right. So it's just me and I just kind of needed to acknowledge this and get this off my plate and also see if this happens to anybody else. If anybody else, when you watch things, because my kids have actually noticed it when they watch episodes and kids are in school. Yeah, and they'll say something like, "Those kids aren't wearing a mask," and I am like,
0: "Oh my god,
1: oh, what is it going to end?" Um, so I am not trying to get political, not trying to do any of that, but I am just saying once again, this show made me feel things, yeah, and yeah. that was the weird feeling that I had in myself where um, it's starting to impact me because it is a modern show that I see in this real life; it's not a fictitious fantasy thing, so it just kind of jarred me for a little bit. My great um, was Mandy Moore.
0: Oh yeah. Hitting it
1: out of the ballpark, this woman, like literally acting all these different ages all the time. I believe her wholeheartedly. When she said that she doesn't know which memory's gonna be her last one.
0: Oh. Where's the shaman? Oh, all oh, the shaman. Oh. So much shaman that you might as well put it out of business. <laughs> Man, that was Mandy. She's nailing
1: it. I'm oh telling you. yeah, she's
0: she's got it. The the yeah. That's it, my great. Yeah, it's Mandy Moore. I, I would agree with you. Okay. How about um, you? What's your GPG? Well, here's what I, I will say. Mandy Moore and uh, well, Rebecca and Sally, and their friendship that has kind of come out of nowhere and but and, and just blossomed between the two. Loved it. It actually reminded me of you. Yep. That is entirely something that would happen to you. And or that you would do. I've rather. done it. She, yeah. Just like on a honeymoon. I said, Mary, Mary, I just want to enjoy my honeymoon. We were on a cruise. We were in the Mediterranean. And I'm with my gorgeous bride. And she is just... Remember when Beth was saying, like, I am in full... Like, I, I am full She looked on. herself
1: in the mirror and she went, mm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: That was Mary. I mean, it still is Mary. But that was Mary at the time when she... where It was just... And I was like, okay, I'm newly married. I want to enjoy this amazing beautiful bride. Give me all
1: these rules like we can only sit at a two person table.
0: Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> I don't want to meet be anybody's friend. I, I I just want to be with my bride. And you know what happened? She made friends with people the second we got on that cruise. On a train. On yeah. On the train. Exactly. I was
1: stuck sitting across from them. What am I supposed to do? And you are.
0: <laughs> I'm just telling you. Anyway, uh, I liked how the show could have gone a route of being, ex- I mean, it was sappy, but it could have been extraordinarily sappy. Yet, at the same time, it took those moments and it took that uh, expectation and it subverted it a little bit by giving you this blossoming friendship between Sally and, and Rebecca. And and not giving Nikki the the happy ending that we were all thinking that he was going to have, I liked that. I I, I embraced that, and I thought it was great to contrast uh, Nikki's relationship with Sally, with Rebecca and Sally. I thought that was really good. My bad, though, is that there was this big mystery of who was in the white car in the in the way future. And who was driving up and, oh, look, look who it is. And it's, we eventually discover it's Edie. And that is not the problem. The problem is, is that it, the path to get Edie into the car was very roundabout and it was very sudden and it was- it, it, Very it's, hashtag who are they. It's very hashtag who are they. And- what you will all find out is that my feeling throughout this whole episode was hashtag who are they.
1: This that was this episode. Yeah. And it shouldn't be what was it called? Leap. One leap, what is it? One giant leap. Yeah, it should have been called hashtag who are they.
0: Um yeah, it should have been hashtag. <laughs> and then goodbye. Who are they? Yeah. <laughs> goodbye.
1: <laughs> Hello, goodbye. Hashtag who oh, are they.
0: Oh man. And then the my great was uh, using the relationship between Deja and Malik to comment or have provide commentary on the relationship that Nikki has with Sally. And how that relationship provides commentary about Deja and Malik. Yeah. Deja's reactions to Malik and Jennifer and the whole situation is very well beyond her years. Uh she takes everything in stride. She mm-hmm. doesn't overreact. She allows Malik the time to do the, the papers and the studying or whatever. And then they go, you know, clubbing, and then she makes a very adult decision to mm-hmm. to to you know deflower herself. Yeah. Um and then Nikki, on the other hand, acts like a teenager would act. He acts impulsively. He takes uh he he doesn't want to do what he was supposed to do in the beginning. And then he's pushed to do it like a child. Then he does it and he wants to leave immediately. Then he notices the picture and he's all happy. And he's then he's he realizes that everything's OK. And he's it, taking these two roles and changing them in an unexpected way uh, and using them to comment on each other was my great for this episode. Love that. that is that. All right, Marvin, are you ready for the the big three feedback?
1: I sure
0: am. Let's do it. And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! Angela, who is here live with us, I loved her comment. She said, that was not... What I expected for sure. 4.9 lemonades from Angela. I was in on the music alone. The music was so good. I loved the way they tied the red flower dress through all three storylines. I was like, oh my God, quite a few times, closing her eyes uh, throughout that dinner. Wow. And the end. And then the preview. Oh my goodness. Wow. And then Michelle Lamara chimed in saying that dinner scene reminded me of the dinner party from the office episode. No, God, please. No, no, no. I will say that I totally agree. And the dinner party episode from the office is probably one of the greatest episodes of television ever written. It's a close Second, well, I don't know. The most cringy episode is Scott's tots when he told them he was all gonna he's gonna pay for all their college <laughs> educations. Yes, and he gives them laptop batteries. <laughs> <laughs> that is cringe. That is the most cringe thing I've ever. Continue anyway, with Michelle. Sorry, Uh she wasn't a fan of the reveal, and it brought her rating. Oh, the from, coming up next week. Uh, no, the reveal, I think, of Edie. Oh, okay. Uh, bringing the rating from 4.9 to 4.5. Uh, the good, though, was Miguel and Re- Rebecca standing with Nikki the whole episode. The yes. bad was that I'm so happy Nikki found someone, but this felt like a hashtag who are they moment. Preach. Great. The awkwardness of the dinner scene turning into some heartfelt discussion mm. and the hot take that she has. Hold on, let me get Ooh, the music going. Shout. Oh, no, she stole my hot take.
1: It's okay.
0: Oh, Great lines think
1: goodness.
0: alike. Well, Miguel's going to die. That's what she thinks. Chrissy Metz was quoted by some article that by the end of the show, two character journeys will have ended. Rebecca is obviously one of them. And since we don't see Miguel in the flash forward, I think that it's him.
1: Oh my God, maybe it's like a notebook thing. You know, like they die. They can't be without each other. It's those little birds that travel from the Arctic to wherever. Which he lied compass. about, by the way. I yeah. Just- Yeah, I know. Okay,
0: good. I just thrown that out there. Plus, in this episode, he specifically mentioned being there every step of the way for Rebecca, and I feel like this is this is us code for plot twist. Michelle, Michelle, you and I are on the exact same. Page.
1: He needs to make it through another Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this one comes from Dara. She says, I don't get to read any of these. Well, oh, then you can read this one. Go ahead, from Dara.
1: Okay. It's an oh. email. Oh, okay. Dara says, five lemonades for the Nikki, Sally, Eddie storyline, plus four lemonades for the Deja Malik storyline. I'm inclined to give even less to the latter storyline, but I like the clean average of 4.5. First, the positive. I love, love, loved the score, starting with April comes she will about the changing of the seasons, and that ends with the line, a love once new has now grown old. Seemingly describing Nikki's love for Sally. Beautiful. And when they are in the camera shop and the shop owner says about the pricey camera, well, some things grow in value with age. Totally I knows, but I'm here for it. And then mm-hmm. later, who knows where the time goes, which is also about the changing of seasons and the passage of time and features the lyric, I have no fear of time for who knows how my love grows. Ah, I have chills. I loved how they covered the theme of aging and old and new. Eddie love also Edie, oh, Edie sorry 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 um, okay the negative the Deja Malik storyline was misplaced mm. do we care that much about them that they get to share half the episode with Rebecca Miguel and Nikki there's only one season left every minute is precious give me more of literally any other character and I wouldn't complain and lastly the nitpicky that first scene in the car with Nikki Rebecca Miguel looks so fake I'm fairly certain that they were using the same technology <laughs> as it was used in the Alfred Hitchcock films in the late fifties. Oh my goodness gracious!
0: Dara, listen.
1: I don't care about CGI car stuff. You picked up on that, and I did not. I was too busy singing. Ooh, Ooh, Garciaco! Oh my God! I can't stop this feeling. Anyone else sing along?
0: No, 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 no. Did anyone else? No, because I did. I'm I'm not even gonna comment.
1: Loudly and proudly. To which, at the same moment, I went. I love this song. Blake says, "I hate
0: this song. It's the worst song ever created." I'd rather so I'd rather listen to the, the the Cars for Kids song over and over. Cars and over. for Kids song, you know, one eight seven no. seven Cars for Kids. Okay. I'll tell the K-A-R-S, kids to play that. I'll cars for Kids. I'll have the kids ask that on their uh rides the to school. The worst song, and, yeah. Oh my god, Cars for Kids. Anyway, okay. Um, listen, let's just get the Deja and the Malik thing out. What? Out out of the way right okay.
1: now. What what thing? Because out of the way?
0: I'm kind of I'm I'm gonna co-sign with Dara on this one. Listen, I I too agree that the that their story, even though I liked how they used their story to comment on Nikki and even Miguel and Rebecca. Let's just and even Jack and Rebecca. Let's go there too. Um. I, too, think it was a little misplaced, mainly because I just don't care, because I have 0.0 faith that they're going to make it. In fact, the way that I see this bearing out, it's only going to be heartbreak. The point
1: I think of this, because we got to see the coming up next week, is that Deja does something really big and lies to Randall. And we get to see all these flash forwards where adult Deja and Randall like that's who's outside they're excited yeah. you know at least comforting each other and we do know how important the Deja Randall relationship has been since the very beginning so to me that is the point of this that Deja as an older teen slash young adult is making choices of her own that she is now keeping from Randall and as we got to see in next week's episode it's going to kind of come to light so to me that's what this was about. It was about Deja becoming a woman and making some choices that she decides not to share with everyone.
0: Yeah. uh... How
1: it plays out, how much time this takes up in our hearts as we're starting to mourn Rebecca, you know, that's going to be something, but we have already given so much time to the Deja Randall relationship. And to me, that is the point of this. In addition to mirroring young love with Nikki.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Uh I will I will also say at the very least, too, that and I, I know we don't like to talk about the previews, you know, from the next episode in this episode, but I gotta I have to I have to break that rule here. I, I have to I have to step outside the circle for a little bit. Okay. Because when that happened, when we saw the preview, you and I looked at each other and there was a moment we were like What are we doing? He, whoever does these, these coming up next, I hope they don't listen to our podcast because their feelings be, must be hurt. I, I don't want to say somebody needs to be fired because no, I never wanted somebody to, to lose fired. their job, but they got they they got to be suspended.
1: You know, you know what? <laughs> with it pay, is? with pay, it makes me feel like it's low hanging fruit. Yeah, like, it's cheap. Oh my god, we have to tune into next week. Like, if you're not already in on this beautiful, amazing show, and it's the final season, and you need like. Cliffhanger, clickbait worthy coming up next. Get out of here.
0: Yeah, get out of here. Okay, move on. What are we doing?
1: Just watch New Amsterdam, okay? (laughs) What are we doing? Just skip.
0: I don't want to say it's for the New Amsterdam people, but it might be.
1: Maybe maybe they tune into New Amsterdam early and they get to see this like, oh my gosh, big things happen. They're like, what is this show that I've missed out on all these years? Yeah, I should have tuned in an hour earlier. (laughs)
0: All right. So it's just the most popular TV show and in in all of broadcast television. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm just saying It's
1: not Kay's fault, we'll say that.
0: So no, Kay has nothing to do with that. (laughs) You wanna know why I know that? Because she's too good. She's too good for, for those previews. She's too good. And having said that, yeah. let's, you know what? I, I, I'm just going to do it again. I, I that's right, Kay. I will always love you.
1: Did Deja use protection? Um, Didn't see a condom. Don't know if she's on birth control. That's fair. Yeah. That's
0: a fair statement. Yeah,
1: I assume they had protection. I mean, this is Malik. I would,
0: I would hope that Malik learned his lesson. You know, from yeah, the you know the whole interaction. I yeah. mean, that interaction that he had with Jennifer. Not, I mean, I'll tell you, not great, Bob. Taking the food and everything, and she's like, "Yeah, okay, sure, Malik. Yeah, you're studying. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, not great, Bob." And here's why I played Whitney again. Listen, I wasn't a a huge fan of the writing. I just wasn't.
1: Of the writing of the show?
0: Of the episode. Okay. But what Kay did for the directing of this episode is phenomenal. I mean, staying so patient on those dinner scenes and allowing the characters to just uh or, or the or the actors to explore that awkwardness and providing the visual momentum um and the 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 feeling of going from this like oh you know don't sweat the small stuff to like this conversation turning into a legitimate like like a legitimate therapy session this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I believed the chemistry shared between Sally and Rebecca. Mm-hmm. That's because the way of the way that it was shot. It was shot um in two extremes. One with big wide shots that allowed both of the characters to be in the screen together. Mm-hmm. But then also with extreme close-ups, allowing each character to explore those particular feelings uh that they're each sharing about the um like, there was that moment when Sally says, when did we stop? When did we stop wanting to recognize ourselves or stop taking pictures? Like, that's a beautiful moment. It is. And the patience for that shot is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I wasn't a huge fan of the Deja Malik story, but I will tell you the way that the Deja's decision at the club is made is a well shot. Beautifully uh, calm and, uh, oh, what do I want to say? Natural mm-hmm. decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? The way that it's portrayed. Yes. And then when it is that decision is consummated, we'll just say that, it's a beautiful scene. It, yeah. it, it's one of uh, a- affection mm-hmm. and warmth, mm-hmm. and it's treated with the respect that it deserves. I mean, let's be honest- how many sex scenes are we seeing in This Is Us? Not a lot.
1: Not enough.
0: And, and uh, I'm kidding. And, I'm kidding. And especially with younger, yeah, actors like yeah. this. I mean, that was handled. At, I hate using was, this word, but it was tasteful, and it was tastefully it was, done. It
1: was. Yeah. It was. I agree.
0: So I got to say that Kay, she's still she's in the top tier. Top tier. If you want something done right, you give it to K.
1: Agreed. K.
0: K. You. Know, I remember I used to say that uh, that Randall was the, the spackle. He spackled all over the cracks <laughs> for of, of this is us. Yeah. He's been usurped. Yes. There, there's, been a, there's been a palace coup. Okay. K is now the spackle. Love it. K. K is this is us. Uh, by the way, go to the dot and get your K magic shirt. Okay, that that's what that is. Mm-hmm. It's just straight up K magic. Okay, I'm I'm in on that. I'm in on that. What else do you got for this episode? Robert? All
1: right. So are we done with the Deja Malik? Yeah,
0: I think we've I think we've storyline kind of covered that. Um,
1: because I gotta tell you, I watching it a second time, I missed. I don't know what happened. Maybe our kid came out or something. I missed the part where. Um, Randall asks Stasia, okay, so you're going to Tiffany's to go study, right? You're not mm-hmm. going to go out clubbing with boys or egging houses or anything, right? I missed that quick little bit. Mm-hmm. So to me, I thought everyone knew she was going to Boston to go see Malik. Um, And I am slightly surprised that this wasn't like a thing that the family would have planned on and been okay with since they're all okay with Malik. Yeah. You know? Um
0: like why does she feel the need to lie? And why does she,
1: Yeah. Like, I'm I'm surprised.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised too. I'm surprised. I, I And again, it's just like, hard I, for me to believe all of this. It's it's hard for me to get invested in, in in all this.
1: Okay, yeah. Like I would I would believe that Beth would have gotten Deja birth control. Sure and had like some little feminine conversations, taking her to go see a little lay doctor, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. But from last week with Deja being a little quiet and stuff about her texts mm-hmm. leads me to believe that she's not having those conversations Definitely with her no mom. mom. Nope, no so, chance. you know, there's, there's that. So I don't think there's going to be a, cause at first I thought, Oh, maybe Beth knows and maybe Beth, you know, helped her be prepared. And, but the more I thought about, it, no, cause I thought maybe this will become a Beth Randall thing, but I don't think it is. I think it's just really the story of Deja. So I agree seeing it was interesting to see the dynamic of the the baby switch you know as many parents who do have to co-parent together and have to kind of do that trade-off and yep. uh, do get to sometimes have those sticky situations um so I I like that this is a shows us sometimes the not so beautiful things in life I mean, so many parents have to, are divorced or are not together and have to switch the kids around. And you know, one person hasn't washed the right clothes or, you know, like I'm thinking of someone we know, like they got into a big fight because one of them vexed one of the people, one yeah. of the kids, and didn't, you know, like, things get really, really difficult um, between parents sometimes when you have to co-parent. So I liked seeing it on screen because it's something that is real that we don't normally get to see. But aside from that, I'm done with this storyline yeah, for today. Too. And let's get on in to Nikki.
0: All right. Uh, and I'm, I, I want to do something Nikki adjacent, which is the ED reveal. Okay. Okay, does the show earn the ED reveal? That's a major question that I think this episode kind of uh not I don't want to say undoes its theme, but it the success of the episode, I think uh is dependent on whether or not you buy in to this kind of reveal.
1: I Okay, I don't give a whatever about an F yeah yeah your F's
0: account is overdrafted about Edie I don't
1: okay when she came out I honestly said who is that
0: yeah literally hashtag who are they
1: yes yes and then okay they're on the plane cute but second time watching okay okay I think we've we've spent so long without this is us just because of <clears throat> panorama yep. and life. Um, that, you know, we as we as viewers have really learned to love Nikki. We love this quirky uncle and to see how far he's come, you know, this curmudgeon-y character. Um, you know, I often talked about him and Kevin being like frog and toad, you know, like <laughs> They're just this beautiful, dynamic duo. Oh, I was saying that about Sam and Graham, but they're kind of the same things, you know? Um, just this curmudgeony guy that we've really gotten to see come out of his shell. And with this episode, if you had forgotten how much you loved Nicky, because it's been a little while since you watched This Is Us, you watch him go through all of his blue plaid shirts, you know, <laughs> saying he needs clothing options, uh, you know, you get to see him be like, and I'm an alcoholic, and I, you know, you just... You fall back in love with this character, not that you want to marry him yourself, but you just fall back in love with him and to know that he's open to love and that's something that he's wanted all this time and he really deserves all this time that he does finally get. I don't care who came out of that car. It could have been, you know, Glinda the Good Witch. But if that was Nikki's love, who got to be with him? And at the end when he says, I missed you too, you know, and you, you got to see the love in his eyes, that's what I'm here for.
0: Okay, I, I just have to comment that you had the choice of any single woman that has ever existed in the history of the earth in both fiction and reality. And you chose Glinda the Good Witch. You're welcome.
1: No! Okay, you're just are welcome.
0: Just throwing that out there. Just I'm gonna let it sit there, and I'm gonna let the ether cast judgment on you for that one. Just no, you, okay. cast enough, like, you cast it enough, Blake. You cast it enough. You know what, Mary? I think uh, the show cashed in a little equity that it builds with Nikki. Um, I'd say a lot. Yes, for us to buy this kind of interaction,
1: we're just happy. You you know what it is though? It's that. It's when you're a family member and you say. You know i don't really care for her, but he's happy yeah <laughs> all I care about is that my baby's happy you know
0: uh yes uh and- i
1: you know he he became a he decided to get a career in music, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and he, that's my parents. Oh, she could have been a doctor, but she decided but to get she a music was a degree. Musician. But
0: she's happy. But she's happy. But she's happy. It's not to say that I don't like the character Edie. I'm sure she's fine. It I love like the sass. The sass is great, mm-hmm. and she, and I loved the back and forth. Are you going to be trouble? Absolutely. You know, she
1: and Rebecca are going to have fun together. Oh,
0: of course. Like, there's going to be there's going to be some. They're
1: yeah. going to make t-shirts.
0: Oh yeah. She's going to get
1: like, the matching bird
0: brooch. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's an airline attendant, you know they love brooches. Oh yeah. So here's my. Qu- I, I think why I have a hard time buying the reveal is not because of Edie, and it's not because of the like the the immediate feeling of hashtag who were they and the sudden drop of information, but more because the show. I think was so overtly trying to set you up with the idea that Sally is unhappy in her marriage and Nikki shows up at the exact right time and they're going to be together. Now, you can make the argument that it's, obviously they're using this as the jumping off point for Nikki to accept his past and not live in his past. Mm -hmm. That's, That's a fair argument. But when you propose a character that is clearly, uh, well, I'll just, he's a dick in, in, in terms of Sally's husband, the way that he okay. speaks to her, <clears throat> and the way that she uh, uh, describes him. I mean, the guy, I mean, he, he's not a sensitive man, okay? No, he's not. And the way that he has lost his interest in her, they sleep in separate rooms. They don't watch TV together. You know all the all the little things that she said. The show is purposely doing that to you, uh, and, and and doing that in its writing to set you up. Like, how am I supposed to feel? Do I am I supposed to feel good that Nikki accepted his past? Am I supposed to feel like Sally's going to come back to go get Nikki? Like, and is he going to turn her down? I, it's just a little narratively confusing. Did you get that feeling as well?
1: Hmm. I found that dinner just very freeing, you know, like it was a big therapy session. I didn't take it as, wow, they're going to break up. She's unhappy. She's going to come back to Nikki. I just talk, took it more as um, you're never too old to make changes. Sure. You're never too old to uh, find your true self. You know, you're never too old to start salsa dancing again. Yes. Um, So to me, I hope that either Sally and her husband get some counseling and see if they can get that fire back in their relationship. Mm -hmm. Or Sally breaks up with him and goes and opens a photography studio and lives her best life.
0: Sure. Yeah. You know, doing her own thing.
1: I, I didn't sit there saying Sally and Nikki are going to get back together.
0: Dave here on Facebook says Nikki ending up with Sally would have been disingenuous. Do you agree?
1: I don't think it would have. To me, it wouldn't have been disingenuous. I think it would have been still quite
0: lovely. It would have been a little hard to swallow in terms of the likelihood of it and like the the fairy tale ishness.
1: Of it. I mean, I totally could picture them hooking up in a year when they break up. Decent, you know, like Very that. Fair. I'd be down here for. I'd like be totally down for yep. a hookup. You know, let's you know, let's do it again fifty years later, yes. see if we still got it. Uh, but no, now we know who he's going to end up with, and so I, I didn't take it that way. I didn't take it as yes, you know, her husband have marital issues. I just saw it as this, you know, freeing a freeing dinner talk.
0: Yeah. Yep, Nikki here on, on Facebook also says, I'm glad he didn't end up with Sally and he gained something in knowing he actually meant something to someone, yes. if only the pick of him from behind on her for the wall, uh, that, that she had uh, mm-hmm. on the wall. That to me, I think, is the biggest takeaway from the entire endeavor mm-hmm. um, that Nikki, after being, after devaluing himself mm-hmm. for so long and- Pining, let's say it over this woman. Uh, on top of that, uh, for so long, yeah. I think finding value, finding uh, comfort in knowing that, despite all of his flaws, despite the the fact that you know he made a choice to do what he did, he still he still mattered in mm-hmm. in some way, however small it might have been. You know, and there's also something tragically beautiful about the fact that he has held on to these memories so tightly for so Mm -hmm. many years. And it took Sally you know, it like it it took she needed a jump start a little bit.
1: Where did we meet again? Oh yes, the fat. Okay. And he's like, I remember everything about you. Yeah. I you know what I also took from it too was um, You know, seeing her be open about her marriage and mm-hmm. the things that she's unhappy with, you know, I think it highlighted for Rebecca and Miguel how special their relationship is. You know, she says, I struck gold twice. You know, they get to see not every couple's happy. And it also, I think, showed Nikki that you need to be your true self yeah. and be, you know— Open, but also just be your true self. So there he is on the plane, given sass, which honestly probably would have gotten in trouble with any other flight attendant. Mm-hmm. But he's just being his true self, and I'm hoping that that's what he gets in this future love—not to hold anything in, not to be quiet, and become a line cook for somebody. Yeah. Um. You know, but life is too short, and. To, to be open and honest about this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, where the, where the episode really succeeds and you, you, you led me down a path here. So I, I got I to step into that doorway. I got to do it. The episode sings with Miggy and Rebecca. Oh, my gosh. Especially, mm. especially. Y'all been sleeping on my boy, Miguel. I've oh, been on him. Miguel, Miggy.
1: MVP of this episode, super MVP. MVP.
0: I mean, we're talking a unanimous decision MVP of this episode. The way he holds down that fort, and the way he interacts with with Rebecca, and saying that he's going to be there for her Sickness. through everything, and Health. I'm going to be amazing, Ugh. and uh, that she it doesn't Until matter I'm dead. if she's a used yeah <laughs> if she's a used classic with a lot of miles. It doesn't matter. To which it, I also
1: want to be like, he also saw you in your hot years too. That's true. Like, yeah, right. You know.
0: Yeah. I, he I didn't just, see you
1: naked in your hot years. Correct. And you're still hot, Mandy Moore. Uh,
0: I just, and yeah, and and Jen actually uh, here on Facebook just stole this out of my mouth. The fact that he made up the bird story for Rebecca. It, it, she just, Jen, Jen here says love. Just capital L-O-V-E. I couldn't agree anymore. That's
1: so much nicer than my popcorn ball made up story for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: You know what? I'm, I, I don't even want to tell that story. Nope. 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 I'm, we, we will tell that story one day. You will. Not now, though. Not now. <laughs> the popcorn. Nerd Clan, just ask me to tell the, pop the popcorn ball. ball story sometime in the near future, and I will tell you that. Um Listen. Do you
1: know what he said? He said, like, you know, they fly from the Arctic to somewhere else yeah. to mate. I didn't hear him say mate the second time I watched it with the closed captions, yeah. which always helps me the second time. I thought he said to Maine. And I'm like, what bird flies from the Arctic to Maine? <laughs> <laughs> what has Maine got to do with these tropical parrots? <laughs> 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 I'm like, I got to Google this. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my God, Miguel loves inflatables. He's always down for dinner. And he knows a lot about birds. (laughs) 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 Even birds that fly to Maine. He doesn't even live in Maine. (laughs) He said mate.
0: (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. You know what his favorite movie is? Guaranteed. Rio. Loves the movie Rio. He's down. <laughs> Just all the blue all toucan, the macaws, All the macaws. I, I said toucan. a blue toucan. Whatever, yeah. sure. Obviously,
1: Miggy would give you a pass, but he knows. <laughs> he knows about a blue Parrots.
0: Macaw. I don't know. It's, it's all the They're yeah. birds. They got wings. They're, 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 they're the same.
1: You know, I didn't see him buy it. I gotta tell you, I watched a second time. I was like, let's see if Miggy buys it. Do do you think... uh,
0: Miggy bought... Did he get the the five-finger discount? He (laughs) might (laughs) have. And he paid for Nikki's camera. Nikki's just pouting, and Rebecca's yeah. like,
1: fine, it's $70. Throw in some film. And there's Miggy, shelling Sh- out the money, yeah. buying Sally's camera. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, $70, I'm sure. going to take this parrot bro. Uh, yoink. I'm going to make, make up some story. You look like a hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, it's $70.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Should have taken the fondue.
0: Oh, oh man. Um, okay. So but beautiful. I, here's the show. I think is absolutely setting us up for a serious hot For the very fact that M- M- Miggy says, it's, "This is us." I know, but for the very fact that Miggy says, "I'm going to be there every step with you," like that. That should, when you heard that the red alert sound from Star Trek should be no, going off it in didn't, your brain. Blake. And now I'm gonna have red nightmares. Red lights should be flashing. Stop it. Birds should should be just no. flocking.
1: Put him in a bubble.
0: Yeah. Kn K-9- Kn ninety five him. I'll send him
1: one of my pink ones because <laughs> that's all I could get was neon pink. Kn ninety five him. <laughs> Send him to Maine with the parrots.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm telling you. You think he's
1: going to like quickly die too. Is it going to be like a stroke? Is he going to get hit by a
0: car? I'm telling you, it's going to be one of those unexpected things. Stop. I can't. Miggy. Miggy, Stop. Miggy is absolutely. I can't.
1: I can't.
0: Come on, man. Don't. Miggy's going to croak. Listen. Miggy's croaking. No, he's just in Rio. And I'm going to tell you. They're gonna give us the the Miggy Rebecca love story, how it all went down. Croaks at the end of the episode.
1: Oh my god! I bet he made her dinner. Oh fondue.
0: So much fondue. Oh. Did he do the chocolate fondue? He did That's both. The like, thing. He
1: did both.
0: Oh, is he? Had, he, is he, he, ad- had an,
1: he had an appetizer course. Oh yeah. Why the dinner
0: mm-hmm. and the chocolate fondue? I wonder if he did like ceviche for appetizer. So it, it's kind of like fondue. No, it's not. Sure, it is. You put the You put the stuff in in the. In, in the you don't even eat ceviche. Squid. It's squid in the, in, in the martini okay, glass with the on. stuff.
1: That's not fondue at all. Fondue, no. But it's kind of okay, like fondue. Not at all. Because it like, it's in the on. stuff. It. I'm cooks glad it. you're not making me dinner for Valentine's Day. See, ceviche sucks anyway. Oh my God, let's move on.
0: Okay, can right, we just stop? So no, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, for the very fact. Oh no,
1: Dave. Dave says somehow Miguel's death will be hair related. Maybe all of his hair care products gave him cancer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your accent today.
1: It's the butter be a tea. Oh,
0: it's the butter be a tea bringing it to you. It's on point today. Listen, it's
1: Malik, okay? Uh, I felt uh, the Boston. Hey, can I just also shout out for a realistic apartment for a 19 year old person to be in? uh, I was pleased with that shabby looking
0: place. I would agree. With a
1: saggy. I hate hate when TV shows show college kids living in some glam mansion. I don't
0: like Felicity, you know? Yeah, it's not real. Uh what else what else is the show that we've been watching recently where like they just have this, Oh no uh what was like Babe, this Babe we amazing. watch Oak
1: Island like yeah, the, nobody true. lives in anything that, It's that's a good old men digging in holes.
0: Um so <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> okay. Um so yeah, I, I just I think we're we're being set up here uh in a big way and it's gonna be
1: I don't even want to think about it's it. Sad it's sad if it's gonna be that way.
0: I, I will I will cry when that happens. I definitely will. I will I my love of I, I may gain a, a, a small taste of love for inflatables because Mickey croaks this season.
1: Oh my god, will that be what they have in lieu of flowers? <laughs>
0: <laughs> please please send your inflatables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nothing smaller than six feet, please.
1: Rebecca (laughs) salsa dancing without her neck scarf on. So I didn't know why she was touching her neck in the car. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was just thinking, like, is she remembering singing, you know, as she was touching? But no, she was touching her neck scarf because she's embarrassed by all of her neck wrinkles. Yeah. Yeah. When she and Sally were talking about the neck wrinkles Mm -hmm. and the colored hair and not being brave enough to not dye their hair. I was like, join the Grand Prix movement. Liz. I know,
0: man. I've, I'm embracing my silver tinsel. Uh, let's see. Uh, Courtney here says, maybe this is too far ahead, but I'm still trying to figure out Deja's comment about the long drive. You, I know you caught that comment when she was speaking to to Randall. In the future. In the future. Uh, this is obviously... They're setting up some breadcrumbs here for us to to think about this. And, and Courtney, like I think most of us kind of fell victim to these breadcrumbs. What do you think that it, that's about?
1: Well, they're in Pennsylvania because they're in this house, right? Yeah. So what do you mean? I don't know. Just about?
0: the way that she talks about this long drive and like the, the, the look and the tone that she has uh, concerning the long drive. I mean, it's... It feels ominous a little bit. Ew.
1: I didn't, I was not on that planet. I'm sorry. I don't have any deep things to talk about Deja's (gasps) comment driving. Oh my God. Is she driving from Boston? Because let me tell you, that is a long drive.
0: (laughs) I just, I just had an awful feeling. I just had an awful. Did more
1: people die?
0: uh, Kind of. Rebecca forgets about Miguel. And all she remembers is Jack. Hashtag, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Did she me? I'm part of the. <laughs> Hashtag, who are you? Yeah. Who are you, Miggy? Sorry. <laughs> How awful would that be, Miggy's with? Her. I had
1: to cut out your memories to make sure I could hold on to the ones of Jack.
0: Oh man! No,
1: that'll break my heart even more. I can't. No, oh, just can't.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about that. That Stop. is. Oh, Stop. That is. That's tragic. If that were the case and uh yeah i'm a sucker for young jack and young uh and young rebecca in, in the car I, i'm a sucker for all that ex- despite the musical choice which is awful but i, I just will, thought she
1: was sad i will deja. Con- are we talking about deja still
0: no. I, I i've moved on from oh her. sorry um i i will confirm that music does bring up feelings like that. And it does bring up memories like that. Every time I think of, I hear Van Morrison, I think of when I was, you know, in my tw- er, very early twenties going to the Cape with all my idiot high school friends. Um, so I will confirm that that is a real thing. Obviously. and I know all of you know that as well, uh, but I just loved that how there is a moment of levity and, and warmth and happiness about this song. Yet at the same time, we kind of have this tragic feeling that Rebecca is feeling Uh, concerning Jack and what that song really, truly means to her uh, in the middle of this kind of happy moment. I thought that was um, a a great contrast. Uh, Well done, well done. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about in this episode? I just need
1: to point out that one of the many Miggy comments that on a second watch you get to pick out is as he's getting to the car and packing things as Nikki comes out with his suitcase with his 50 million plaid shirts. (laughs) Miggy, Miggy tells Rebecca, I remembered your toothpicks. Like your toothpick flossers, yeah. <laughs> like what? Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. Um. <clears throat> let's see what else I wanted to make sure. Oh, also. My, I think my favorite part of this entire episode is as Nikki has, has rang the doorbell at Sally's yeah. and Rebecca and Miguel are right behind him <laughs> and Rebecca and Miguel non-stop mumbling and they reminded me of my stepmom and my dad oh, just my going back and forth. Oops, somebody's coming. Oh, someone's oh, coming. And, here, here and the, that's, yeah, that's what Mickey said. He goes, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh someone's here okay oh you're gonna do it okay okay here we go like, <laughs> no joke just rewatch that part it was my favorite part of the entire episode oh, um and that and Nikki saying that he would gladly watch scorsese's documentary of sally dancing topless <laughs> when she's right there
0: <laughs> oh man oh excellent all right uh anything else are you done are We I'm all done. Set? all right you ready for uh in or out Always. Let's do it. What's it gonna be, fly? Are you in or out? All right, hold on here. I I, I forgot something. I, I my uh, my screen here is a little messed up. I, I I screwed it up. I screw. I I messed it up, ladies okay. and gents. I you know I I here here we go. This is where I want to be. In or out, Marvin? In or out on convertible cars? I'm in. Yeah, I'm in too. I like convertible cars. I like the more recent convertible cars. I had a Jeep Wrangler. And Smelled like sour milk. Smelled like sour milk. So gross. Because uh, it, Mary, I had that car for ten years. It was a great car, but Mary caught the tail end of the old Wrangler. I used to call it the Heap. And had uh, no heat. Had no heat, and the the <laughs> the top, the soft top, was flapping in the winds. the The back, the floor in the back, didn't have a floor anymore. Essentially, because it all rotted away, which is why it smelled like sour milk. I miss that car. Though. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh era Mary on Hooked on a Feeling. Mm, I'm high in that feeling, man. I love that song. Any time I hear that intro, Ooga Jaga, Ooga, I just want to puke. I don't. I want to puke over everybody that's around me. I want to sing along. That is the worst song. It's almost as bad as the uh that the song that they played last season. Uh Pave paradise, put in a parking lot. Like that song mm-hmm. sucks just as hard.
1: Okay. Well, you and I have different music choices.
0: Uh, in or out on visiting people unannounced. Out. I'm way out. Yeah. Far, like super out that I don't even know. I'm not even in the same universe. When people do
1: that to me, I hide.
0: Yeah, I know. You get make me answer the door. Yeah, sorry. Mary's uh, Mary's she, not here. She's out of town. She's uh, somewhere. Yeah, but it caused it. Yeah, yeah. I took the train, I dropped her off. <laughs> I, I don't even want to visit people to begin with right now. Never mind well, visiting on right a house.
1: We're in the Batman signal
0: area. We can't <laughs> even,
1: <laughs> you have to just <laughs> leave it at the door.
0: <laughs> Step away from the house. <laughs> oh man, uh, in or out on brooches.
1: Okay, so it's what my daughter gave me for Christmas was a brooch. And she's so proud of that little Christmas tree brooch. Yes. But
0: I do not like brooches. Yeah, super out on, I'm um, wicked hot out on brooches.
1: What's the deal, man?
0: They don't, they don't
1: serve a purpose. Well, they add like a little bling. Maybe you don't want to have a full necklace. Okay, they add a little zhuzh to something. You can also take a pretty basic top or basic scarf, and now it's seasonally appropriate. Or it can have a hint of color that wasn't there before. But you want to know my main beef with brooches? Absolutely. The holes they make in my shirts. Sure. I might be down with brooches. I might actually say, you know what? I'm bringing brooches back, except they make holes in this stuff. And I can't live with that.
0: Guess who's back? Brooches back. <laughs> back again. Uh yeah, no, I'm out on brooches. I know. I, they're they're an unnecessary additive.
1: You, I mean, She has a basic shirt on and she wants to judge. I I think it's okay, Blake.
0: No, you use the necklace or a nice pair of earrings to judge. Maybe I'll go as far as saying a good bracelet. You don't use the brooch. The brooch takes away from the rest. It doesn't add. It's a bad additive. All it does is just add more unnecessary stuff that can either get lost or ruin your shirts.
1: Okay, continue. I won't get you any.
0: (laughs) In or out on salsa dancing. In. Yes,
1: I'd be so bad. We'd both be so, so bad, and we bad. would just laugh.
0: I would laugh. I would have a good time. Yes, I, I'd get 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 me a few beers or some cervezas, and not ceviche, not ceviche, because <laughs> <laughs> ceviche sucks. Because uh, come on, come on, man, squid? What? I I can't eat. I squid. like squid. The little suckers. No, I'm out. The little the the no. Just continue. In or out on. I'm like, I'm from the ocean state. In or out on airline attendance. In. I'm in too. You want to know why? They work really hard. Severely underappreciated. Agreed. Those, those people have got a hard job. They Not do. only are they st- stuck in a cylinder tube all day, flying 40,000 feet in the air with regurgitated farts in the, in, oh, Blake, in, 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 the, in the air. They're dealing with people that don't want to be there to begin with. They're dealing with people that are crammed in these little teeny tiny places with pretzels. Pretzels. And you can't eat them right now. And the, the little quarter cups of soda. You can't have them now. They can't have anything now. And even if you could have it, the airline's changing you for, charging you $40 for pretzels. It's ridiculous. So I feel bad for airline attendants because they got a hard job. And I, and I always, always pay attention when they do the whole Exit, exit spiel and they got the whole thing.
1: You do always pay attention. I never paid attention to that until I met Blake. Yep. And Blake will actually take the pamphlet out. Always. He will physically stand up in his seat to make sure he finds the closest exit because <laughs> they tell you it may be behind you. Yeah. And Blake wants to know.
0: I gotta know. What, what if the plane's going down? <sighs>
1: Listen, what if man. it's
0: gonna be lost?
1: You know, and in my opinion if the plane's going down I'm dead, man. We have to go back, Kate. I don't know. We I, could survive. Listen, people are going to be scrambling. To me, if the plane is going down, sayonara, baby. It's been <laughs> a great life. So I don't I don't really care.
0: Mary's like, "You're on your own, Blake."
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that you're going to know where you're going, but to me, I'm like uh... if 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 it's a water landing and I have enough time to get out, I will just, at that point, find the closest exit.
0: Pushing me out of the way. No. (laughs) All right. In or out on bartering prices. In. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. You want to know why? Why? I want the best deal. Yeah, I know you're mocking it up. No, you are not a barterer. I'm a barterer. No, you
1: are an impatient. I just want it, so I just got it. You do not wait for the
0: sales. <laughs> no, I don't wait for sales. You are agree. not a
1: barter. No, no, no. But if, if, no, we, not. if
0: we go to St. Thomas, I got a great deal on all your jewelry in St. Thomas. And I bought it. I made, I got a little, I got a little hand. Okay. Let's, you probably didn't barter that well. <laughs> I did. I did. All right. You it, think you did. I know. I know I did. I, I took them. I raked them over the coals. Okay, let's all go. All right. In or out on clubs.
1: Not right now.
0: I'm out altogether.
1: But- Back in my heyday, I loved the clubs.
0: Hate clubs,
1: and I only went to the gay clubs because yep. I didn't like the regular clubs. Yep, because people would touch me. Yes, but if I went to the gay clubs and it was Whitney night oh. and the foam came down,
0: oh, you know what that? You know what that means? Oh, the- and
1: that was a little slice ahead. The, <laughs> the bubble foam coming down, dancing to Whitney. Nobody touching my bum. Or if they did, it was in a way that I was okay with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I enjoyed that. I did. And I had seen someone say, like, how do underage people go to clubs? Did I don't know. I went to clubs. I didn't. I don't think you could. I think there are clubs. At least there's clubs No, in here. Providence,
0: you could go to clubs when you were 18. Yeah. Yeah, you could figure it. out. And so
1: Boston, out. too. And and, and there's clubs that you can go to that you can't drink in unless you have like a special stamp on. So they still take your money and they still let you come dance. Oh, yeah. Oh, trust me. But you have to have like a wristband on. So there are clubs you can go to.
0: I will say this. Here. I I was never into clubbing. I hated clubbing even when I was young. Hated it. Couldn't stand it. You can't talk to anybody. It was just a sweaty, a miserable mess. But when I went to the gay club with you.
1: Oh, I did the holiday drag show. Or just the dancing club? Both. Okay.
0: I had an amazing time. I know. Loved every second of it. I, I saw things that just baffled me. I know. And it was glorious. I know. Every second. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, in, in or out on the word deflowering. In. I'm kind of in, too. You know what? Yeah. A unique usage of uh, that word.
1: It's kind of like classy, kind yeah. of beautiful.
0: like Kind of like uh, your courses. Yep. You're, you're having your courses yes. right now? I, yes, you no, know, It's in the same, I would say that they're cousins. Yes. Deflowering and courses.
1: I wouldn't say they're cousins actually at all, but
0: okay. <laughs> cool. In a route on Polaroid. You're like, things that have to do with the vagina. <laughs> in a route on Polaroid pictures.
1: <clears throat> um, I'm in. I'm into. Okay,
0: I love the the vintage feel of it. I love flapping the picture. Of course, you would. The pictures, the flapping the pictures. You'd is have the to best be
1: audibly. B- You'd probably be like smacking it against your hand. Of course, this will make it go faster. It does
0: make it go faster. No, it of course, it does. <clears throat> the warmth from the hand and the friction. Of course, it does. Uh, in or out on breakfast at Tiffany's. Out. Yeah, you know what? It's a, it's a, it's an okay film. I, I could do without it. Agreed. Like I, if Breakfast at Tiffany's was erased from the planet, I'm I, gonna miss it. I'm not. I'm not gonna miss it. Okay. Not. No, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna enjoy it if I see it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna miss it. It's not one of my cl- my. Not one, one, well, not one classics, of my go tos. It, yeah. It's. You know what? It's no Top Gun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you and your love of Tom Cruise.
0: Oh, I all can't right. Stand it. All right. So we've given uh, our hot takes. So that is that. You ready to close this bad boy out? Yes. Let's do it.
1: to thank you so very much for hanging on out with us tonight and hanging out with this every week as we go through This Is Us. Blake and I as I said are very busy this season. If you're listening in live time we're currently also podcasting about The Last Kingdom on Netflix and Harry Potter. So you could check out those podcasts and of course later in the winter yep. later this winter Outlander returns and in the spring Bridgerton Speaking returns. of courses. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> um, so we're just going to be really busy and we yes. would love to be able to stay in touch with you. Don't forget that we love your feedback so make sure you're following us on social media so we can see your thoughts about each episode and of course we want to thank our friends at jointhenerdclan.com honestly every single one of you makes a huge impact in Blake and my life Dave, thank
0: you Dave here on Facebook says in or out on dork chills in, baby, Oof, in. You're so loud.
1: <laughs> okay, on that note, my name is Mary Larson. My name
0: is Dork Chills.
1: Oh, this is us, too. And I'm really sad you didn't play Ugachaka Chaka on the way out.
0: Because <laughs> I hate that song. It sucks. <clears throat> you can't convince me otherwise. It's, it's inarguable. Sucks.